Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency. If you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerotofinals.com slash a1ad or in the gastroenterology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency is an inherited deficiency of alpha-1 antitrypsin. An alpha-1 antitrypsin is a protease inhibitor. And a deficiency in the alpha-1 antitrypsin protease inhibitor leads to an excess of protease enzymes. And these enzymes attack the liver and the lung tissue and ultimately lead to liver cirrhosis and lung damage. So let's look in more detail at the pathophysiology. Elastase is an enzyme that's produced by neutrophils. And neutrophils are cells in the immune system. And this enzyme digests connective tissue. Alpha-1 antitrypsin is present in tissues and it helps to inhibit this neutrophil elastase enzyme and protect the tissues from the damaging effects of that elastase enzyme. Alpha-1 antitrypsin is coded for on chromosome 14 and in alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency there's an autosomal recessive defect in the gene for alpha-1 antitrypsin. And what happens is this results in a deficiency in alpha-1 antitrypsin and it results in an increased level of neutrophil elastase in the tissues, causing damage to those connective tissues. There's two main organs that are affected, the liver and the lungs, and it leads to liver cirrhosis after about 50 years of age, and it targets the lungs and causes pulmonary basal emphysema after about 30 years of age. And emphysema is the breakdown of that nice alveolar lung tissue that's responsible for absorbing oxygen and replacement with scar tissue and areas of damaged tissue. So how do you establish a diagnosis of alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency? Well, the first screening test of choice that you would use, which is a nice easy test to do, is to check the serum alpha-1 antitrypsin. And this will tend to be low in patients with a alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency, which is what you would expect. Another test that you can do is a liver biopsy, and this will show cirrhosis of the liver, and if you do something called an acid shift test, or an acid shift stain, it'll show acid shift positive staining globules in the hepatocytes. And what happens with this stain is that it shows up when you see the breakdown products of the action of protease enzymes. So what you're seeing is the breakdown product of the action of the neutrophil elastase. Genetic testing can be done to look specifically at the alpha-1 antitrypsin gene on chromosome 14 and check for any mutations that might be a fault in that gene. And you can do a high-resolution CT thorax to look for pulmonary emphysema. So what's the management of alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency? Well, there's no clear treatment for the condition. So it's really symptomatic and management of the complications. Really essential is that they stop smoking because smoking dramatically accelerates the onset of the emphysema and the damage to the lungs. And NICE have looked at this and recommended against the use of replacement alpha-1 antitrypsin. However, there is ongoing debate and research about whether there could be some possible benefits. When they get to the end stages of the disease, where there's severe end-stage liver or lung disease, 
then we can consider an organ transplant. And quite essential is just monitoring for the complications. So whenever you have a patient who has liver cirrhosis, you need to monitor for hepatocellular carcinoma and the other complications of chronic liver disease. So thanks for listening to this episode on alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your colleagues and your friends to help them with their revision too. If you want to help me out, I'd really like it if you could leave me a rating or a review on iTunes or whichever podcast app that you use. And tune in for the next episode, which will be on primary biliary cirrhosis.